Hello, and welcome to the Moving Stevens Point Forward podcast, a podcast focused on the community of Stevens Point in central Wisconsin. Your host, John Yeager, will discuss the amenities, community events, businesses, and groups that make central Wisconsin unique. Thanks for listening, and be sure to spread the word about our podcast. And now, on to today's show. All right, good morning. This is John with Point Forward Physical Therapy, and today I have Nate, one of our therapists that's uh, on staff with us. And Nate's been here pushing five years. Yep. Um, and one of the cool things about Nate, um, is he's got an incredible drive, uh, education wise and always has, that's always been kind of your bend. And you recently completed a big milestone, Nate. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. Um, I just got done studying for and prepping for a a big kind of specialization exam, uh, the OCS exam, orthopedic certified specialty exam. And, um, I took it in March and it takes a number of months for them to Put it through the Scantron. No, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what we were saying. <laughs> no, but they do some analytics, I guess. But I just found out that I passed that exam. So um, pretty excited about kind of officially becoming, you know, an orthopedic specialist in physical therapy. So it was six months of study. Yeah. And, and in a nutshell, what did that cover? I mean, we don't need to go into the depth, of course, but. Right. Yeah, it was, um, well, the, the requirements to sit for the exam um, you have to have a certain number of hours of practice in the specialty area. So that just kind of comes with the experience side of things. But then, yeah, it was, uh, it was doing a number of self-study continuing ed courses, uh, basically from everything from the cervical and head region down to the foot and ankle. And so you're hitting every single body region and looking at what is the current evidence on, um, every single body region and what type of medical care is most appropriate from a orthopedic neuromusculoskeletal standpoint. Okay. And a lot of the current research was incorporated in that, correct? Yeah. I, it was the number of studies that I've read in the, na- in the last six months are like, yeah, and, and beyond. Um, it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so what drove you down this road, Nate? Like what, what made you think, man, I, I really would like to go after the certification? Yeah, um, I think the the biggest thing for me is uh, the OCS tract was one intentional way to show um, continued desire to learn and grow in the orthopedic specialty, which is what we we work with every day here. Um, especially knowing myself as somebody who I am, I think I have some intrinsic motivation. But if I have something that I'm shooting for and I'm like trying to achieve, it pushes me to keep on it really, really hard. So the, you know, it's a, it's a pretty difficult exam. And so having that as something to be working towards, uh, gave me the drive to have intentional, uh, educational opportunities and a lot of reading, a lot of study in the area that really, uh, influenced, uh, my, my practice here. Um, I think that was probably the, the coolest thing about the whole exam. Uh, before I heard results, I, I knew that even if I failed the exam, I was a way better practitioner after studying than before I before I studied. And so it would have been worth it even if I didn't pass the exam. Yeah. So at what point, Nate, did you find that that was going to be some a direction you wanted to go? I think I knew it back when I was in school. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a – I don't know how much we need to go into this, but there's a couple different tracks to become a specialist in whatever area. Um, when I was in PT school, I was offered a position as a resident – um, at the University of Delaware, and uh, that that position would have allowed me to do one year of intense study uh, to be able to sit for the exam after one year. 
and so I kind of knew I wanted to do it then, but we moved back from Delaware to Wisconsin more for family reasons and just uh, wanted to start living our life a little bit more. My wife had sacrificed three years to go out there with me to study already. So um, it was fun to be able to come back and start life a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so I knew I wanted to do it then. It's just what track was I going to take? Sure. So with that, the certification now, Nate, how does that change what you're up to in the clinic? Sure. Um, A lot of it stays the same, Um, but it but it a lot. I feel like, like I said, I think it made me uh, hone in on uh, especially a lot of screening uh, knowledge and tools. My ideas of differential diagnosis of all the different things that could be causing conditions. I think that was one of the things that jumped way up. So if somebody's coming in for an evaluation, um, I have a much better thumb on, you know, is this something that's going to be um, helped with physical therapy? Do they need a referral somewhere else? What tract of, of treatment is going to be the most appropriate based on their their condition? So I think it's it's changed how I go about treating people, but not really what I'm doing day to day. And you kind of hit it, but I want to make sure everybody understands the, the term differential diagnosis. Can you explain that for me? Yeah. So if someone came in with knee pain, um, it's, it's thinking about what are all the possible things that are causing that knee pain. Uh, and so Differential diagnosis is like your list of, is it patellofemoral pain? Is it a meniscus tear? Is it an MCL sprain? Is it something going on with like the, one of the arcuate ligaments or whatever? doesn't matter. But like lots of different, <laughs> is it a nerve? Is it a muscle? Is it a tendon? Is it a ligament? Right. Um, all those kinds of questions. So really like what kind of big word can we put on it? And then how do we go after it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. a little more complicated than that. Yeah. Okay. So with this now, where, what's next for you, Nate? What are you thinking? Hmm. Um, well, I'm just, I'm excited to keep doing what I'm doing, um, in terms of, of treating. Um, there's a, to maintain your OCS, you have to go through a tract of continued education, um, to make sure that you're keeping your, your knowledge in the specialty area. Um, I have a huge passion for mentorship and for teaching. And so, um, continuing to work, we've had a lot of students come in in the last year, um, who are, uh, doctor physical therapy students. We've mm-hmm. had them come into our clinic. So I think even having the OCS helps me, uh, mentor those students even better as they're trying to get ready to be full fledged physical therapists. So probably using it both with people that I work with and then also for mentoring students. So that is, let's move on to that a little bit. That is something that you've been really passionate about as well as educating, working with a student population. Mm-hmm. And, and you work, uh, you're integral in our program with the students as well as the, with the students themselves, bringing them in, working with the schools to bring them in. Um, tell me, let's let's really backtrack. Yeah. Um, and we can just kind of talk this back and forth, but what it takes to get into PT school or what it takes to, you know, what desire where let's just start from the bottom. Like in high school, I mean, did you know you wanted to be PT in high school? Yeah, I knew for me. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on this too. (laughs) I'm not the, uh, I'm definitely not like the uh, authority in in this realm, but um, yeah, I knew in like seventh grade I got hurt. I did. I was like one of those, all the sports kids, you just do all the sports. And I got hurt and PT was kind of what got me back. And so I knew I wanted to go into it. But um, yeah, I think uh, the physical therapy is unique, especially in the you know outpatient realm where you're spending a lot of time with people compared to other healthcare professions. So I think 
to be a physical therapist and to know if you want to go into that profession. Um, I think from a personality standpoint and a drive standpoint, it's so relationally heavy. Like you have to want to connect with people and treat them from both, uh, you know, like the musculoskeletal realm, but also like diving into um, psychosocial things, you know, how they interact with the world, what are their coping strategies with pain or with um, disability and, and uh, diving in relationally because you spend a lot of time compared to if you are seeing somebody for 15 minutes every six months, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big part. So you have to, I feel like you have to have the drive to learn all of the sciencey stuff but also want to connect with people. But what do you think about that? Well, I mean, for myself in high school, if you'd said, you know, do you want to be a physical therapist? I wouldn't have had any idea really what it was. It wasn't until I actually got down and got working on my biology degree that I figured out that that would be a great alternative. And it really was. It was a lot like, hey, I get to spend a lot of time, develop deep relationships Mm -hmm. and look at it from just a different perspective than – you know, what the physicians do. And I love exercise. I've been a lifelong exerciser, lifelong eater apparently too. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's it's one of those things that it just meshed well. Like I like the relationship. I like the exercise side. I liked looking at movement and, and it really, it really spoke to me. And that's yeah. how I ended up going now. So with that, let's just go from, so in high school and, and I don't know, what requirements are to get into PT school. But I know there's plenty of schools out there. Um, one of the things that, and I'd like to hear your input, because I know neither of us really went into a direct admit program. But right. one of the things I always like to recommend to kids is to really take a hard look at those coming right out of high school. Is that your opinion as well, Nate? Yeah. Um, I, it's, it probably depends on the on the kid, but the, the direct admit programs are nice. So, like, I, I think just to kind of run what that is out a little bit, um, physical therapy school, typic, the typical path is you go to a college, you get a degree um, in a, at a four-year school, and then you apply for grad school after that. And the acceptance, acceptance rates for PT school are pretty low mm-hmm. overall. It's not, not easy to get in uh, right now. Pretty popular uh, profession to be going into from a school perspective, whereas the direct admit programs is you come out of high school, you apply. There's one at Marquette in Wisconsin. There's one at Marquette and one at uh, Carroll and one at Concordia. I believe both. Yep. Yep. So I think that those, that makes sense. And so instead of having to get through your undergrad and then apply, you apply straight out of high school, they let you in. And instead of the whole process taking seven years, it usually takes six. Right. uh, Because they kind of fuse it together. And um, I feel like if you're a person who's, who's, in it in high school and like ready to go and knows that's really what you want, it would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're slightly wishy-washy on whether if it's really what you want to do, that's a big commitment to go in right away. And I just thinking back to myself, even though I knew, thinking back to myself, I mean – this is anecdotal for myself, but I'm, I didn't know who I was. No, at we were all. the, <laughs> we're the same. Like... I mean, that's the way. I, I, I love kids that have that direction and are really that interested. Like, yep, this is what I want to do. This is the direction I can go. And then, then, okay, that would be a good direct admit candidate. Yes. You know, and, but, you know, then there's people like you and I where, well, you know, I, I don't want to pin myself. I guess that's really where it was. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really to, to pin myself down into one thing. Right. Um, even though this was, truly where it was going to land. Right. Um, so the schooling, 
now my schooling, I have a master's, you have a doctorate. Um, and how long from beginning to end was that for you, Nate? Um, so from graduating high school, um, it was basically six and a half years for, for me, the program that I went to for PT school, um, just took away all your breaks. So you got done six months earlier. So Mm -hmm. we just went straight for two and a half years and then we're done. Yeah. And mine, which my degree doesn't exist anymore because of how Marquette had structured it at that point was, uh, it was seven. Yeah. So, um, and I was able to combine a few classes into my undergrad and undergrad, but, um, so yeah, that one, that one took a little bit longer, but (laughs) my, uh, my lovely wife always said, because she has the bachelor's degree, which was a four year, which also doesn't exist, you know, and then I turned around to the master's and she's very either wisely or uh, sassily, sassily. If, that's, if that's a word, <laughs> says that I went to remedial PT school. So, um, you know, I mean, there's lots of, <laughs> lots of ways, but, um, but there are lots of schools out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we've actually got one coming into Stevens Point now. Yeah. That'll, there, the application is open for the UWSP DPT program. Um, they are going through, uh, PT CAS, which is like the centralized system. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a nice thing, I think, now. Um, where you go into one place, you fill out the application, and you can apply to a ton of schools. Schools might have specific, like, essays or something, but you can mm-hmm. get most of your application done in one spot. But, yeah, in Wisconsin, you have – now you have UWSP, which will admit their first people for 2022, and then uh, Milwaukee, Madison, La Crosse, Carroll, Concordia, Marquette. So I think there's seven PT schools in Wisconsin alone. Yeah, it, um, they've really grown. yeah. Which is a lot compared to some other states even. So. Yeah, because I think, I mean, I'll give you that it was a long time ago, but <laughs> there were just uh, three or four. I think it was Marquette, Lacrosse. There's probably others, and I don't mean to short those schools, yeah. but I mean, oh, Madison. Madison. Yeah, and I think that may have been about what was out there right. back in the late 90s or right. mid 90s we could right. creep back a little further but we'll pretend we're not going to <laughs> <laughs> so um with the career of therapy mm-hmm. i mean you and i are both very well versed in the outpatient orthopedics so we're seeing the high school sports injuries we're seeing the people that just got hurt at home or at work um but there's a lot of other areas of therapy mm-hmm. that you and i are a lot less versed in for mm-hmm. sure um, and I and mean, we can start right at the beginning. You've got pediatrics. Yep. So that's a, a really neat thing. And, um, my wife actually worked in pediatrics early in her career and yep. just absolutely loved it. I mean, it's a really neat thing. You're working with kids, working with disabilities. Um, and we, you know, we dabble into those places, yep. um, in what we do, like we'll see kids as part of our orthopedics practice, but we're not really is it there's certainly a whole realm that yeah. we're not in right and then i'll let you take pick yeah. the next one whatever you would like to take there yeah i think that's something i learned in pt school is the breadth of the profession yeah what direction you could go is just crazy mm-hmm. um yeah you can work in a acute rehabilitation facility so you know that would be with people after they've either suffered a major kind of medical event and they're recovering from that like a stroke or spinal cord injury or um, even some kind of surgery where it's hard for them to get home if they've had like a major fracture and you're in that with them in the hospital. They have therapy three hours a day 
and you're and you're working with them for like two to three weeks to help get them home, mm-hmm. which is totally different, totally different world. Acute care would be working with those people before they go to the rehab facility. So it's like the day after their major surgery or major medical event and just trying to help them see if they can sit up on the edge of the bed mm-hmm. and really working on basic mobility skills um, and working with people who are in a very medically fragile position. It's a whole and that's and just kind of bringing back the specialty idea like that's why physical therapy is having specialty um or having like specializations that you can attain because somebody who's working in the hospital with somebody after a major medical event probably doesn't need all of the information about orthopedic uh <laughs> differential diagnosis mm-hmm. but they do need to know a lot about the medical complexities and lab values and you know how people respond to activity who are on different types of medications or right after certain types of procedures or major events in their brain. So the people who work in that realm are going to specialize there. The people who work in the other realms are going to specialize other places. Right. And the thing, I mean, and there's many specialist certifications for sure. You know, that's not just it. Um, So then we we also have like school-based PT, which tends to be primarily um, a more, a later, uh, (laughs) sounds wrong, later in life, but more of a, a later childhood mm-hmm. focused therapy mm-hmm. approach where they're trying to assist kids in accessing their education. Yep. Um, boy, I'm trying to think. And the other thing I wanted to kind of throw in here is a lot of these pieces of therapy as a student, we were exposed to yep. through our clinicals. I mean, I did, I did long-term care. I did outpatient orthopedics. I did school-based PT. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember if I did a straight pediatrics. I think I I think I maybe did a short one, yeah. and then I did a hospital based yeah. one. Um, what were yours? Yeah, I had we had a kind of a pediatric exposure mm-hmm. uh, clinical, and then I had outpatient orthopedic, and then I had outpatient neuro, um, and inpatient neuro, and then the acute rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, oh, and a hospital based acute care. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, I mean. Even if you think, well, I, I might like some piece of it, you know, as part of the training, you get, you do get exposed to the whole thing. Yeah, you get to know. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's the nice thing about the profession is um, you'll find something you like, I think. You know, if you do a direct admit program mm-hmm. and you're pretty sure but you're not 100%, there, it's, the, it's not just one type of, of a profession. It has so many options. So Right. And, nice and another one I'm just thinking of. Um, is the industrial rehab and, you know, going into factories, taking a look at what people are doing, how they're doing it and trying to make it so there's less injuries and and getting them moved along. Yep. So you can see, I mean, there's just a ton of variety for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, boy, where, if you were a student, Nate, like in high school, where would you start right now? What do you think would be the best thing? Hmm. Yeah, I think the best, one of the best things that a student can do, whether they're, I'd say high school or even college, is to start getting experience in a clinic um, and and trying to figure out, is this really direction I want to go? And spending time with therapists who are excited about what they're doing mm-hmm. um, and who are willing to kind of bring you in on where their brain is at as mm-hmm. they're treating people um, and just seeing what you think going into a hospital and shadowing a PT there, going into an outpatient clinic like ours here at Point mm-hmm. Forward and shadowing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those experiences are huge to help you know if that's – if you want to commit 
a lot of study and a lot of money mm-hmm. um, to going into physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you feel there's any classes high school wise that would prepare you to go into the profession? Yeah. Um, I do. Uh, I, yeah, weird responses, I guess I'm babbling now, but, uh, when the nice thing about physical therapy school is when you get there, they basically, I feel like they give you everything you need to be really good at what you do. But the, the more base you have in like anatomy and physiology, Mm -hmm. the better. And so if your high school has those anatomy and physiology courses, I got to believe that's that's the best kind of course to take um, just to start laying that foundation. And then you'll have to do it again in your mm-hmm. undergrad and then you'll have to do it again when you get to grad school. And it right. just kind of adds layers to the depth mm-hmm. of it. And I would say physics to some extent as oh, well. Oh, for sure. Um, that was one that, you know, it just came, seemed to keep cropping up through the education. And I think the thing about physics, because that's a really good point, you, probably when you take it in high school and even in undergrad – it's not going to feel like there's any rubber that hits the road because no. it's very like, it's just the concepts. Mm-hmm. But then once you have those concepts and you can actually take them to physical therapy school and then they start talking about biomechanics and you're layering on the anatomy to the physics. Then that's it, well, that's it when it gets sense. really, and yeah. it's, it gets really fun. That I mean, that's what, that's what I think you and I both geek out quite a bit on is you know all joint reaction forces and yes retro patellar pressures and all these big words but it that the physics are where we we learn that stuff and the physics are really where we learn about the body in a lot of respects for what we do not not in all respects by any means but you know looking at you know what happens when you put this force across a shoulder Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. what's going to happen and uh, and that's that's incredible. And yeah. the numbers are are astounding when you start to work through them. You never realize how much force really goes through our bodies day in and day out. Even just walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild. Yeah, it is crazy. So, um, all right. Well, I know I, I got to get you out of here so you can get out and, and go see somebody. Go work with somebody. Yep. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap this up? Um, not much. I do think that for for prospective PT students, I think. Um, this is just one of those professions that you got to have a drive to just learn and mm-hmm. continue to learn regardless of how you do it. You know, like right. we talked about OCS, that's one way to dedicate yourself to continued learning. And it was a good track for me. And, but the, I, it, this profession is continually learning and growing and changing because of the medical community is continually discovering more and more about how to best help people live well and how in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And so you got to have the drive to learn. Um, you can't really float through the profession and like get to the end of your career and have not learned anything. Cause you probably won't be very effective. So, no. um, and that's, what's fun about working here is I think that the, the nature of the clinic is to just learn and grow and do courses and read stuff and work together to do that. So, yeah, and, but you got to have that drive. I think. Yeah, you do. And, and it, it's fun for us. I mean, to be able to say, you know, I think this is a great idea or I, I don't, I don't agree with the direction of this, or I think the science is good or not good. Like we have just fabulous discussions about what goes on in our profession and um, it's neat. I yeah. mean, so, yeah. all right. Well, a big, big congratulations to you. Like I can't say that enough because it is, this is an epic milestone that you've hit so um that's awesome and and thanks for talking to us this morning i sure appreciate it nate and uh if you'd like to talk to nate or i at any point you can swing by the clinic or give us a call yeah and 
if you're a student and you want hours to learn or talk to a PT, you can reach out to us about that. You can. Absolutely. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Today's show is brought to you by Point Forward Physical Therapy. Please share our podcast with your friends. If you'd like to schedule a time to meet with a physical therapist for a free injury screening, call us at 715-254-3978.